welcome to Toxic Ships Podcast, where my goal is to help you tap in and reveal the better self within. So, get settled and welcome to something like group therapy. Hey guys, so today isn't a regular episode. I'm actually not even recording during my normal hour, so it may get a bit loud in the background. This is more of something that came as a download to release, and when I get these feelings, I I obey. And this is difficult because this one is very personal for myself. I've never dealt or delved this deep into my personal life and shared it with you guys here out in the world. But I do believe that sharing this information will not only help me in this case, but it will also help someone else because this has been on my heart far too long to share. And after today, uh, I just, I knew that it was time to share this information. So here it is, I'm diving deep into, into my personal life and I'm, I'm very, very nervous. I'm not gonna do any retakes or any of that. So this will not be a perfect show, but uh, this, this needs to be released. So um, here it goes. Now, releasing this truth is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make yet. Not only because it opens the world up to my children in a very private part of my life, but also opens me up to ridicule as to what type of parent I am to allow this. Let me start by saying I've spent $40,000 plus on lawyer fees and constant relocation for safety of myself and my youngest. With obvious proof of neglect and the words of CPS supervisors all the way to guardian ad litems, nothing seemed to slow this motherfucker down. I realized the more I fought and fed into his narcissistic game, the more control I gave over. I used my last dime and every drop of energy while this narc tried his hardest to kick me while I was down. Now I am currently no longer residing in the same city as the narc, far from the physical bullying and stalking. Now because there are current court litigations going on in reference to how I ended up so far from my baby, I won't go into detail about the really fucked up shit the narc did to make that happen, not yet at least. But as twisted as it may sound, the universe was waiting on me to simply release control of the situation physically and mentally because I was forced to release physically because I ran out of fucking money but mentally it took me time and I finally did that I finally made it to the point of my journey and it was no easy task hell it still is no easy task every day is more challenging because I take more and more of my energy from the narc his tactics become more and more demonic. In our most recent court appearance, I was granted FaceTime calls with my baby. And although his father interrupts those calls, threatening to end the call if I don't answer whatever questions he's asking, basically forcing me in a conversation with him, I was finally able to have a successful FaceTime call with my baby today. And it absolutely shattered my fucking heart. So the image that you've been staring at are of my son's lips during our FaceTime call on today. My son is eight years old and he's been diagnosed with diabetes type one since he was four years old. So we're not new to what he can and can't have. So his dad assuring me that he's good after informing me that he's filling my type one diabetic baby with orange juice and honey does not calm me. 
Oh, and this is because my baby has been sick for over a month now. Even going into the emergency room without informing me. His excuse? Because I would say it was his fault. Fucking narc. Now that I think about it, I was constantly ill in his care, in and out of the hospital, just like my baby. As a matter of fact, my son is not a sickly child at all, and I am grateful for that. But yet, he has been to visit the hospital, the emergency room, over 10 different times, all diabetic-related issues, and all while in the custody of my narcissistic ex. I have never had to take my baby to the emergency room. And the courts constantly sees nothing wrong with this. This system has been nothing but a virus to us. So during this call, I saw that my baby was obviously severely dehydrated and the NARC tried arguing that my baby simply had a good night's sleep and it was a slobber. My baby didn't slob that damn much when he was an infant. So as I had to have this serious conversation with my eight-year-old about how deadly diabetes can be if not taken care of, because he's obviously not currently surrounded by anyone that actually cares, I instructed him to cleanse his face and almost immediately his lips became dry again. I noticed frustration when he went to do this, which tells me that his sugar is likely high. I had him check it and I was correct, his sugar was almost 400 and he had just waken up. Yeah, that definitely was no slobber. It's not often that we get private calls, but it was a bit different during this FaceTime call because my son kept staring whenever his dad was around. So it was difficult for him to sneak and listen in on the calls. But the North could take no more. I had controlled this call long enough. When he approached my son to take the phone, just by the fear shown here on my baby's face, lets me know the exact look that fucking monster gave him. It's the same look that kept me, my grown ass, in my place, so I can only imagine what my baby is feeling. By this time, I knew the monster had taken the phone from my baby. <clears throat> and if you notice in the video, I cover my camera because it's that important to starve the narc. Even when they're using your children, finances, whatever tactic they choose at that moment, it is so important to continue to starve that fucking narc. And the only way to do this is by having unwavering faith in the universe. It took so much strength today for me to share this. Hell, it took so much strength for me to even write it out. I actually just took about an hour break and had to come back and finish this. Man, journaling forces you to face the dormant thoughts that are just dancing around in your subconscious. I think I'm going to quote that out. That's me. That's by Tiffany R. <laughs> Now, through all of this, I still carry enough love in my heart to pray that not even my worst enemies have to experience this level of hurt and betrayal. Well, folks, that is all of our time. I am grateful to all that tuned in this evening. I do pray that you were able to find an answer or even a glimmer of hope. Until next time... Make it a great day. The choice is literally yours.